0: Welcome to Explore the Word podcast. So glad you could join in today. And uh, In this episode, we're going to look at the Old Testament book of Malachi as we finish off the survey of the Old Testament. The name Malachi means my messenger. Nothing is known of the prophet Malachi but his name. His identity uh, is not shown to us. We don't know anything about his parents, his hometown, what he might have done for work, vocation, his office, if he had one, or the date of his ministry. Uh, Malachi was the final prophetic voice of the Old Testament. He was a contemporary of Ezra, who was a historian and priest, and who wrote uh, both before and after Malachi. Malachi was God's final messenger to the covenant people in the Old Testament. He was ministering about a thousand years after Moses, the first prophet, leader of israel had written and you know the biblical writings that he was involved with we don't know exactly the time as i said earlier of his ministry like we got some general broad ideas but we don't know specifically so we don't know specifically when he wrote the book but we do know that he lived during the persian empire time uh, the king was Artaxerxes xerxes the first who uh, reigned over an empire that was vast and um, had a lot of difficulties controlling that vast empire. There was constant external wars. Some Persians started, sometimes attacked by others, and then there was internal struggles. As with any empire that takes over lands, there's rebellions and insurrections and things. So the land of Israel obviously was part of that empire, and during the Persian time, they had set aside Israel as a small part the land of Israel, as a small part of the province of Trans-Euphrates. And Nehemiah would be appointed governor of Trans-Euphrates while he was in Jerusalem rebuilding the walls and things. Um, so that, that's kind of the, the setting that was going on around uh, Jerusalem and Israel at the time. The religious setting, you know, the temple had been rebuilt by now and the worship system had been properly restored by Ezra. The city walls had been reconstructed as well by Nehemiah, but the spiritual state of the Jewish people was pretty low. Uh, this affected both people and priests the normal, average guy, and those involved with spiritual leadership. The people had stopped tithing, and because of that, there was a crop failure, and uh, the priests had become careless and indifferent to the temple service and that might have been part because maybe they didn't feel they were getting their their pay as they should the people didn't care I mean it was just a really horrible vicious cycle going on uh, in Jerusalem a really bad scene the spirit of indifference was a huge contrast to their fathers who had returned to Jerusalem from Babylon Right? they, they were excited they, there was a fire in their bones you could say and these people had become self-righteous and arrogant and this spirit was demonstrated in a number of ways so there was great religious indifference towards the law and the offerings so there was indifference to it but they accused god of being indifferent to good and evil you can find that in uh, malachi chapter one and malachi chapter two there was uh, social sins of fraud perjury uh, uh, oppressing the weak. I mean, it was a horrible situation. Let me just read for you the uh, from Malachi chapter three verse five. The scene. This is a horrible scene. And I will come near to you to judgment, and I will uh, be a swift witness against the sorcerers, against the idolaters, against the false swearers, against those that oppress the hireling in his wages, the widow, and the fatherless and that turn aside the stranger from his right, and and fear me not, saith the Lord of hosts. So that was what's going on in that time period in Jerusalem when Malachi was ministering. All those things, all those bad things, uh, the social sins, and uh, there's religious sins there as well, but it was a horrible time. And then another thing that was taking place was the selfishness, uh, material selfishness uh, was leading them and their desire for that materialism in robbing God of his tithes and offerings. And Malachi addresses their failure to remember the Lord's covenant uh, and and to, to love the Lord. The Lord's love had gotten them where they were. Uh, Malachi chapter 1 verse 2, I have loved you, saith the Lord, yet ye say, Wherein hast thou loved us? Was not Esau Jacob's brother, saith the Lord, yet I love Jacob. The Lord loved Israel. There's no way you could not figure that out reading the scriptures, the Old Testament scriptures. And yet these people were indifferent. They were like, indifferent? They are like, no, God doesn't care. God doesn't care between good and evil. So the purpose of the book of Malachi was to really arouse the callous people of Israel uh, to get going again. Their spiritual life had just stopped. I mean, it was stagnated to the point of stench. I mean, it was horrible. And so he wanted to see the spiritual growth again and be when they were obeying God, God would bless. That is a that is a a principle we see time and time and time again in the Word of God. You obey and God will bless. And you don't obey, God will withhold his blessings. And he did this by emphasizing the greatness of God. Uh he, he was always there. He would always uh be faithful to his word, and now he's encouraging the people to obey the word. So uh, some unique contributions of Malachi, the greatness of God. No prophet so emphasized the greatness of God to Israel as did Malachi. He called numerous times uh, to their attention the greatness of God. He calls on, on that realm so many times um, about how great God was. Uh, Israel is about to enter 400 years of silence and they needed to be reminded of the greatness of God who called them. Israel's uh, sin of robbing is another unique factor or contribution here in Malachi chapter 3 verse 8. Will a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me. But ye say, say, where have we robbed thee in tithes and offerings? Ye are cursed with a curse, for ye have robbed me, even this whole nation." Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house, and prove me now herewith, save the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven, and pour you out a blessing, and there shall not be room enough to receive it. One of Israel's most persistent sins throughout its long history was that of robbing God of tithes and offerings. The Lord here reminds them such robbery was really robbing themselves. They thought they were gaining, right? We're gaining, we're gaining... But they lost in the long run, and that's why they had crop failures. That was one reason anyway. So I hope that's helped you understand the last book of the Old Testament, Malachi. And I hope this whole series that we've done has helped you understand the Old Testament in a greater way. And I really do appreciate you listening in. Have a great week, folks. Keep exploring the Word and looking to Jesus.